Yesterday, upon the stairs, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. How I wish he'd go away. Hey, hey, what's up, my fellow weirdos? Uh, my name is, I mean, does it even matter at this point? I mean, we've been hanging out for almost a fucking year now. Yeah, it's coming and, right up on it. I huh? mean, and, and you guys don't even know my name. I feel like it's it's a one-way relationship here. Is it Mr. Bingle'sworth? Yes. Ah. Yes. Well, I mean, that's my last name. Ah. Yeah. But, like, come on, dude. I mean, we we give and we give and we give, and you guys just take and take. And you guys never tell me your name. You never introduce yourselves. Yeah. Jump on the socials and introduce yourselves. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Chris, and with me, as always, is Chuck. Chuck! Oh, yeah! Woo! It sounds up, like your people? crowd's getting smaller, man. Uh, I had to send a few of them home. Oh. Yeah, they were doing things they shouldn't have been. Oh, Cenocephali. Sure. <laughs> that's a that's a type of creature, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Middle Eastern. Hey, good call. Middle no, Eastern. biblical. Ah, well, Middle yeah. Eastern. Um, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You're right. I was wrong. Cool, cool. Good good job, buddy. Look, yeah. oh, they're so fucking happy about that. Look at that. See? Yeah. I don't know if they're clapping because you were right or they're clapping because I admitted I was wrong. I think that's it. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think right. So what's been going on, man? Everything going okay? Oh, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, just chilling, doing the usual. You know, I'm not thinking about sperm ghosts anymore. <laughs> You've gotten over that part? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good, man. I mean, that's it's probably healthy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a deep rabbit hole. So. <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> I did. What? I was thinking about some other bullshit like that, you know, but hey, whatever. <laughs> I did have a thought today on my way home from work, you know, and it's just like, okay, so anybody who has a fucking driver's license, if you're in a car and you are the fucking driver and you're sitting at a stoplight, it's red, you have an obligation. When it turns green, you fucking go. Yeah. You don't sit there for 30 fucking seconds because you got your fucking dick in your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if you could do that, by the way, congratulations. I'm proud of you, but drive. Put your dick away and hit the gas pedal. Fucking jeez. Oh, my God, dude. It's just so frustrating. You're like, okay, yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we've been sitting here a while now. <laughs> so I've been- Everybody's honking. <laughs> and you still haven't figured out how to hit the gas pedal. Mother. Ugh. I have a feeling you got stuck behind somebody like that on yeah. the way home from work. Twice. Yeah. Fucking twice. Thinking dude. about that same fucking bullshit, man. When I was in Florida, I can't even tell you how many times somebody honked at me as soon as the light went green. You told me earlier 12. It was a lot. Well, you told me 12 earlier. I mean, you told me how many times. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was at least 12. It was like they were so fucking impatient. And I get it. Like, dude, I always like give that count of three or five or something like that, depending on the circumstances, like, you know, like one, two, but it's like, come on, you're the leader of the pack. You're the alpha dog. You're the goddamn big dog. You're the wolf. Hit the fucking gas and go, you Damn, know? dude, did this just happen today? Yes. It's pretty fresh. It literally did, dude. It's like it, a- just, it just stuck in my head. And I'm just like, my God, dude, what are you doing in your fucking vehicle that you're not fucking paying attention? You know, it's like uh, if I'm the front of the line, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, wow, man, there's like fucking two miles worth of cars behind me. That light's going to turn green and I'm going to fucking go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, hey, let's get as many fucking assholes as we can through there. You know? Yeah, man. I'm telling you, I drove, I drove for so many years for a living. And I mean, same, it's just insane. Same. Yep. But yeah, down in Florida, man, I'd be going. I'd be 10 feet into the fucking intersection. And they're, still honking. And they're fucking honking. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Maybe they weren't honking at you. Maybe they were just uh, honking because you had that sticker on there that said, uh, honk if my butt drives you nuts. Ah. That could be. Well, it was a rental car. So why do you always, but that. you always put these stick, these weird random stickers on your cars. Like, it's so weird. Yeah, well, you know, I like cars with stickers on them. I like <laughs> that is true. That's very true. You guys have no idea how true that is. I like stickers on cars. You know, you hear people going, "Well, I would never put stickers." They see a sticker on a brand new Corvette. I wouldn't put stickers on that. I'm like, "Fuck you! It's my car. I put stickers on it <laughs> wherever right. I want." That's right. Yeah, I'll put a sticker on your face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, I just threw something through the window. <laughs> Damn. What the fuck was that, dude? We're getting tired of us talking about these fucking things. Well, you know, uh, sometimes it's a swing and a miss. <laughs> now the crickets are coming in through the fucking broken glass, <laughs> See? dude. Yeah. Oh, just, dude. Well, next just, thing you know, it'll be fucking mosquitoes, dude. Yeah, man. Just, God, they've been miserable. I don't know where all you weirdos live or anything, but we live in Illinois, and my God, we've had so much fucking rain i swear to god literally i got fucking hit in the face by a mosquito and knocked me on my ass and as soon as i hit the ground two other mosquitoes fucking grabbed my hands lifted them up in the air while a third one fucking stole my wallet it was crazy fuck dude yeah dude those are like north st louis mosquitoes man. hey we're close enough <laughs> we're close enough well they take the metro link across you right know? well and then it's funny like they started flying and it was so heavy because it's like loaded with cash they couldn't carry it so i got it back but <laughs> Damn. No, no. Man, your wallet was not loaded with cash. You're absolutely dude. right. <laughs> They're like, why are there so many coupons in here? <laughs> it's like, look, I like to save fucking 30 cents on a slider, all right? <laughs> ask your parents or ask anybody who lives on the East Coast. I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> anyway, buddy, uh, anything else you got going on? Or are you ready oh, to get man. to it? Shit. No, I don't think so, man. You know, all right, fuck was... it, man. Let's go ahead and get weird. Yeah, man. Let's get weird. Now, I'm not sure about any of you fellow seekers of fucked up shit, but throughout my life, I've had several instances where I felt like if I disappeared, there wouldn't be a single person on the planet that would notice. For most of us, we can chalk this feeling up to good old fashioned teenage angst. You know, what if, though, you and your peeps, (laughs) hashtag cool guy, what, hashtag cool guy, that's me, uh, by the way. I didn't know you were using the hashtags. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say pound sign cool guy, and my daughter was like, oh, <laughs> That's not God. right, Dad. Yeah, exactly. You're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. So now we're hashtagging cool guys. So, <laughs> all right, what the hell? But, you know, you and your peeps, you're going on a hike through some kind of a scenic trail in some random mountains, and you stumble across a random body. Now, being super fucking normal people, your first instinct is to call the cops, right? Yeah. You know, if you fucking leave footprints or evidence and you didn't call the cops, you'd be looked right. at. So, yeah. And especially if you have sex with the corpse. Like, whoa, you're <laughs> definitely a suspect up, yeah. now. <laughs> and Jeffrey Dahmer time over. Uh, <laughs> as the cops start their investigation, every question is answered and the case is solved, resulting in the piece of shit that committed the crime. He or she, they go to jail. The end. Hashtag justice uh it's not hash bag it's hash <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had a bag of hash you fucker <laughs> my back wouldn't be hurting right now <laughs> now unfortunately it seems like for every time this scenario goes this direction there are just as many cases that once investigated lead exactly uh nowhere I'll be the first to admit that I don't always pay as much attention to the news, especially nowadays. It just seems like there's nowhere you turn that there's not some kind of fucking story or some kind of news or something. So I've quit watching local news. Yeah. I've quit watching national news. Occasionally, I'll dig into like some of the hot topics. Yeah, I guess if it's we can a big story, you know, I follow it. I watch it. Just like when the the Capitol Hill shit went down. Right. Uh, we were watching CNN that morning, and I was I was told my daughter. Stop what you're doing. I know you're doing schoolwork, but come out right. here because this is history in the making. Right. And see, I, I didn't see deal. that. Yeah, it was. I was at work when it happened, but I got home from work and, you know, first thing I did was log on to the Associated Press. You know, right. I was like, yeah. you know, NPR, you know, stuff like that. National Public Radio for those of you. <laughs> <laughs> Unsophisticated swine. <laughs> anyway. It just seems like every fucking day there's a different story being aired that points to nothing but the worst side of humanity. Over time, I feel like as a whole, we plain and simply just get desensitized. Yeah. You know, definitely. it's like you just see the same just horrible shit. That's now, why like you were saying, like with the insurrection, like that was fucking like, what the fuck? It kind of reminds you that there's a lot more to life than just that same old run of the mill stuff. So after digging into this week's episode, though, I'm seriously thinking that. I need to try a little harder just to pay attention and look around to a little focus bit. focus on the yeah, shit that's going keep on. Keep my eyes open. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, who knows? Uh, me, you, Chuck, or any one of you fellow weirdos might be the one person that can stop a fellow earthling from becoming just another enigmatic death. That would be devastating, you know, just to like, I, mean, I just don't know. Almost like you just never existed. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's fucking 
terrible. Now, normally, this is where we would start things out by talking about some of the history behind the topic, and that would flow into a sort of a timeline that would eventually lead us into like some kind of a main plot and blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, this particular topic just doesn't lend itself to that kind of a format, so fuck it. We're going to wing it. What do you say, buddy? You want to wing it? Yeah, winging it. All right. Sounds good. If you ever feel the need to randomly fill yourself with more anxiety, well, (laughs) if I got an episode for you, brother, (laughs) woo, but wait, there's more. Take it easy. Lay off the cocaine there, Billy Mays. I don't (laughs) Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. It's fucking allergies, man, dude. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, man. On January 25th, 2006, council officials in North London went into the apartment. Sorry. They went into the flood of 38-year-old Joyce Carol Vincent to collect background. As they looked around, they found a skeleton sitting in the sofa. After matching dental records, they determined it was the remains of Joyce. The tally was on, and it looked as though she was in the middle of wrapping Christmas presents when she passed. This is the odd part of this one. They estimated that she had been dead for three fucking years. (laughs) That's fucking... Three fucking years, bro. Can you imagine? Yeah, man. I'm telling you, the thing that I thought about this is, man, how fucking long did it take for them to realize she wasn't paying her fucking rent? Did she have something set up that paid until her... How long did it take them to fucking realize she hadn't fucking paid her electric? Or a telly bill? And the television was on? I mean, what the fuck? You can say telly. You can say telly. It's acceptable here. It's not a slur at this point, because we're actually... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, how the fuck, dude? I have no fucking clue, dude. And if she was I mean, rep- now, how the fuck did her corpse sit there for that long without somebody looking for her? Right, yeah. I mean, seriously. None of her neighbors, they none of them smelled anything or realized, hey, I haven't seen old Joyce around lately. I don't know why her neighbors are Australian, but they are. <laughs> so fuck it, we're moving on. Like, how in the... F- oh. Now, according to news reports, the neighbors just chalked the smell up to a backed up sewage line or the garbage cans outside. At this point, the only thing that I can think is... I wonder how long it would take my landlord to come collecting. No shit. Dude, usually within a day or two, he's like, hey, uh, you got the check for me, buddy? Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's good old U.S. of A. Capitalism, bitch. (laughs) Maybe she had something set up to pay the bill. Fuck, and then the bank account ran out. Who knows? Okay, so she had this shit set up to pay the bill. The bank account ran out. Oh, crikey. (laughs) I don't know why I keep going fucking Australian on this. Anyway, three fucking years worth of all your bills. Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. Do you know anyone, anyone in your life that has that much in their savings, that much, or in their checking or whatever, that is set up to where it's like, hey, just automatically pay all this shit for three fucking years? Three years worth. I've never done the math on what three years worth of bills would be, but I imagine that there's probably people. Dude, there's no way. There's no fucking way. I just, I don't understand it, you know? It would be fucking crazy to me. Also, she's wrapping Christmas presents. They didn't fucking miss her. Didn't she have a boyfriend? So, yeah, she actually did have a boyfriend. And the police, like, it took them a long ass time. But eventually they did find him. And it turned out he had a fucking airtight alibi. Even her family. They contacted her family. And her family, you know, basically they were like, I mean, we just figured, like, she went to just do her own thing. Fuck, man. Well, we were having tea one morning, and we figured, well, she hasn't shown up in a long time to have some tea with us. So we just figured she probably just went to start a new life without us. Because, you know, we were pretty shitty to her. (laughs) We kind of treated her like a cock. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those English things. I mean, I'm, I'm that, was a, that was a weird interview, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, man, I mean, that was totally not me. Yeah, man. I'm thinking, like, what if she was buying her boyfriend, like, a grooming a manscaping kit? That's what she was wrapping when she died. Right. And then he's just sitting there with hairy balls for, like, three years. Just oh, like, what the fuck am I going to do? bastard. Poor bastard. <laughs> like, he can't go buy his own, you know? Oh, of course. You know, I, I, I was thinking more like she bought him, like, some fucking uh, bangers and mash. And he was like, <laughs> bitch, now it's time for you to die. Oh, I'm Jack the Ripper. 
Ha ha ha. Look at me. I've got you on a little string. I'm going to. Uh, I don't know. I, it makes no <laughs> sense. But he was I, like, he was a puppeteer. Maybe her boyfriend was a puppeteer. He was like, oh, dance, marionette. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> we will do Shakespeare with your dead body. Oh, <laughs> and we went. We just went to a dark place. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Can we move on? Yeah, I'll do this next one then. Okay. So next up on our docket of things that I never ever wanted to actually think about is about a man named Gareth Williams. Ah, yeah, old Gareth. Good old Gareth. Gareth was an MI6 employee that had a taste for the Shall we say the seedier side of love? <laughs> he took it in the butt, didn't he? No, I'm just kidding. No, there's nothing seedy about that, actually. Uh, right. Some of us swing both ways, baby. Some of us are born under sign of love. No. <laughs> I do actually remember reading about this guy, you know, and it was something about, like, he was real big in, like, strip clubs and, yeah. like, you know, Amsterdam and the red light picking district. Up the, stuff like that. Picking yeah. up the street walkers. Right. Or, or, Sex workers. It's, or it's easy and fun to sit here and make jokes, but like that's literally that's what it really comes down right. to. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The guy's dead, so, so I felt like I needed to like <laughs> you know make my joke, which was probably not very good, and then like correct that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on August twenty third, two thousand ten, he was found inside of a padlock sports bag. So like what? Like a giant fucking duffel bag? Like fucking duffel bag. No, like one of the big ones though, right? And it wasn't like huge. He had to like contort. Oh, so you no no no. You're talking like one you carry to the gym. Yeah, like your you're gym. You're not bag. talking like one of those fucking giant duffel bags that like in the movies they carry their fucking M sixties in and shit right. like that. <laughs> like we've got bazookas Where, and like, AKs. Full grown and stuff man in can there. fucking lay down in it. No, nothing. No, you're like talking that. like no. fucking you put your fucking shorts and your workout shirt and your towel and shit in there. Yep, yep, yep. Holy fuck. All dude. crammed inside. So so let's move on. So the bag was then placed inside of the bathtub of a security service safe house flat in Pimlico, London. Okay. As the scene was investigated, it was determined that there was no forced entry. Okay. They did discover that the heat was left on high, which sped up decomposition. So murder. Like I said, he was an MI6 employee, so... Right. Dude, this is a fucking government fucking... Right? Somebody or some organized crime syndicate or some bullshit. So that sped up the decomposition process. Listen here, governor. We have to cover it up. (laughs) He's been telling too much to the Americans. We have to give him a cup of tea, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Is that what they call it over there? (laughs) I don't know. It just sounds good, though. Here in America, (laughs) you're going to sleep with the fishes over there. It's like, we're going to give you a necktie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, as the we're gonna ice your nutsack. Wait, no, that's uh, that was something I asked for at that spa the other day. So as the investigators searched, they found uh, Williams' iPhone, but unfortunately, it had been reset to factory default. What? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> the day before his death. The day before. Well, I yeah. mean, what are the chances? I mean, it's got to be a coincidence, right? Oh, probably. It's I just, mean, obviously. You know, it, it <laughs> fell and just something just accidentally hit the factory reset. Right. So, so, so somebody turned up the heat and his phone was reset. Yep. yep. All right. Perfect. So by, by the time his body was discovered, it had been about 10 days, Oof. which combined with the heat right. made it impossible to determine if he had been drugged or poisoned. Well, yeah, because his body was like probably that. already decomposing. Right, with the fucking heat on yeah. blast. Yep. yep. Yeah, man. It's fucked Holy up. Holy shit. So they didn't know if he was drugged or poisoned. Now, this part of the story cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> the so-called experts tried over 300 times to cram themselves into the same kind of bag, <laughs> but they were unable to do it, man. Could you, <laughs> could you imagine all these nerd scientists? <laughs> well, look here, mother. I promise you, I'm going to cram myself inside that bag, and we're going to prove this whole thing was a suicide. Right? <laughs> like he, he crams himself in the bag because it's a sexual fetish thing right. or something? Like, all right, governess. I'm going to I go ahead and do it this time. It's all me. I'm going to make sure that you know that this was a suicide. <laughs> dude, I just fucking did it in my head. I can just see them like just lined up. One of the, they got one bag in the middle 
of this fucking empty room, and this dude goes up and he's like, ah, 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 and they're like, damn time. And then the next guy walks up, I got you, I got you, Gavin. Now we're gonna make sure that nobody ever tests or questions this. Damn time. And there's like this line up the fucking door around the block. <laughs> In my head, this is so great, dude. This is the funniest fucking thing. And I'm sorry. I know somebody died. Uh, you know, RIP and all that bullshit. But this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> There's a line out the door like that pipe repair. Oh, movie. my God, dude. Oh, my God. That's fucking great. <laughs> I don't even know who Piper Perry is, but yes. Sure. Why not? All right. <laughs> Were any of them able to do it? No, man. Nobody could fucking do it. No. Dude, I can just imagine all these fucking idiots trying to force themselves. In that bag. I fucking love it, dude. That's great, dude. Oh my god. So, Ooh. like we were saying, the guy was into all kinds of kink and stuff. Sure, sure. So they thought it was one of those kinds of situations. Sure. They ended up finding thousands of pounds of women's clothing. They oh. discovered that he had visited several bondage websites. You said thousands of pounds. Of women's clothes. <laughs> now, was that like pounds as in pounds like, in like money? money? Like, did he spend thousands of pounds or on the clothing? Was it like, or was it like a dump truck right. full of fucking <laughs> panties and shit? That's so funny. How many pair of underwear does it take to add that? Up? Come on, dude. How do you not fucking. How do you. I, what the fuck, dude? All right, get you. Um, I mean, so sorry. Uh, this is a very serious matter here. Uh, here at Weird Candy, we take uh, really ridiculously ignorant fucking phrasings. Very serious. All right, continue, brother. So the main theory is that he either shoved himself inside the bag okay. or he had a mistress put himself in there. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> I mean, case closed, right? <laughs> there is another theory, though, man. There's okay. another theory. It claims that he had been working with the NSA trying to help them trace a money laundering group. The organized crime motherfuckers behind this whole thing right. murdered him, made it look like, you know, he was a super open-minded guy <laughs> that hooked up with the wrong girl. See, I'm going to go with option number three there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh, C. Let's fill in C on the little fucking yeah, uh, little scantron yeah, yeah, sheet. Yeah, scantron sheet. Yeah, exactly. And if you're not in America, well, that's how we have to take yeah, the test. Don't forget your number two pencil, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I always took a number two before I got my number two pencil to take the test. Uh, a little granola yeah. bar for a snack. Uh, nerves will get you every time <laughs> dude that was crazy dude wow oh my god all right well you ready for the next one yeah, all yeah right, you fuck got it. one right you got one. Oh yeah dude uh in 1966 brazil this young boy he was out you know flying his kite on a hillside and uh he he came across these two bodies both of the bodies they were found wearing formal suits i'm talking like fucking from the socks to the fucking tie everything was prim and proper Damn. they were wearing raincoats and and they had these like crude like handmade mask turns out they were cut from like these really thin sheets of lead but they were cut in the shape what of they sunglasses doing? that were over their eyes watching nuclear bomb tests what the fuck yeah, right right like okay um pretty sure you can't see see through that like not even superman can see through that uh have you ever read a comic fuckhead uh, I, again these people are dead dude and we're fucking killing them but <laughs> bang oh my god what an accident Ugh. that's what you call a slip of the tongue you know when you're going down on a girl if you have a slip of the tongue you're in deep shit <laughs> i mean i'm just saying <laughs> bingo bango bongo <laughs> well anyway it turned out that these two fellows were electronics repairmen as authorities searched the area they found a page of cryptic notes that read quote 4 30 p.m be at the determined place, 6.30 p.m., swallow capsules, after effect, protect metals, wait for mass signal. <laughs> seriously. Swallow the capsules. Right, like seriously, what the fuck, right? <laughs> protect the, what the fuck were the capsules? What the fuck was any of it? <laughs> Shit. Oh, I swear to God, not any of it makes any fucking sense to me, man. Now, in a strange twist, I mean, that we've gotten this far isn't actually strange as all i mean after everything else the coroner was quote too busy to do an autopsy so an actual cause of death was never determined this is where the weird shit comes into play yeah i know like you know, all the nursing, yeah right right that wasn't enigmatic enough <laughs> chuck came up with that word because he knew it was going to trip me up but guess who practiced that word enigmatic uh, wow. this guy whoa whoa whoo <laughs> 
There you go. Yeah, who can Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. You did a real good job making sure you had that ready and down. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have come up with it if your new uh, thesaurus toilet paper hadn't come in. Oh, I'm glad it finally fucking did. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you ordered it like nine months ago. I know. Ago. But I'm, there was a toilet paper shortage, so. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. it must have come from China or right. <laughs> It already has coronavirus <laughs> on it. Better in than out. I mean, wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> on the night of these chuckleheads' death, uh, local newspapers reported several sightings of UFOs in the region. Now, reporter Charles Bowen claims that there was a similar situation four years prior when UFOs were sighted, and the next day, an electrician was found dead, also wearing lead sunglasses. Sometime after the deaths of the two, it was found that they had built some kind of an explosive device or something in a friend's garden, and it did eventually later explode. Fuck, is that what led to, like, the fucking UFOs? <laughs> right. Boom. Like, Coming to me, <laughs> No, it's a... <laughs> I don't think it's the a, people just mistakenly thought it was UFOs <laughs> right, and shit. Right. Now, as the cops investigated, uh, the friend had told them that the two wackos had an obsession with contacting the residents of Mars. So maybe, yeah, they were like shooting fucking rockets. Over <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you got to get a hold of the Martians somehow. Jeez. How <laughs> the fuck you been living? Fuck. <laughs> oh, what do you got for me, buddy? All right. All right. This one occurred in 1977 outside of Tofield, Alberta, Canada. Okay. Yeah. You know where that hey. is. Hey. Oh, yeah. It's right up there, uh, right next to uh, Moose Knuckle Lake there. Yeah. Oh, I love Moose Knuckle oh, Lake. Oh, yeah. Moose Knuckle uh, Lake. Uh, you beautiful can, this time you of year. You can get some real good fish and uh, you can get some pancakes with some maple syrup. That's my favorite. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so the owners of an abandoned farmhouse went to the property with the intention of doing some work. So they're doing the work, you know, cleaning up some bullshit and everything. Sure. So as they entered the septic tank to locate the pump, yeah. They found oh, the, they wanted to make sure it was in good working order. Right, sure, right. absolutely. You know, just getting everything ready. Well, it's pointless if it's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're going to smell a lot of dookie. <laughs> that shit backing up into your house. All right, right. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so they went in the, to locate the pump. They found a decomposed body of an approximately 35-year-old male. Ooh, oh, yep. I'm sure he I'm sure he smelled good. I'm sure in that situation there was a lot worse smells. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember eating Whataburger. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have Whataburger in Canada. What the fuck? <laughs> so as the Mounties dug into their investigation. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there, dickhead. Right. <laughs> so they were faced with some rather oh, sure disturbing they were. details. I'm sure they were. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. That was good. That was good stuff. Sorry. According to the coroner, the man was nicknamed Septic Tank Sam. <laughs> that sounds like a friend of Railroad Joe's. <laughs> it is. It is. I bet you we're going to hear from him before the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, maybe next week. Yeah. He'll come on to pay well, tribute. Well, he, once he hears the episode, yeah, he'll probably yeah. have some shit to say. You uh, know. So a couple, you know, next two, three weeks or whatever, yeah. he'll be on here to be like, right. yeah, I just want to pay some tribute. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling so, you. So, okay. Man. So what about Septic Tank Sam? What uh, do you got? So he had been tortured before he was killed and dumped in the tank. Oh, oh God. This they, is going to get bad, isn't it? Yeah, they found that he had been tied up beaten and he had also been burned with a butane torch and multiple cigarettes oh, dude you could have fucking given us a heads up that this was gonna get really bad <laughs> dude like oh ouch you wanted a warning this one's about to get worse oh god yeah. thank you mm -hmm. i appreciate that buddy. okay so here's the worst part they found that he had been sexually mutilated oh before being shot in the chest and head <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make sure everything's okay down there. Yeah, I just, I just want to take a quick look. Damn, that shit is fucking oh. brutal, man. Right? I mean, how far do you gotta go? Like, really? Like, I mean, death is death, but exactly. maybe they're trying to send a fucking message to somebody else. But then why throw him in the septic tank? You're sending a message by doing all this torture, yeah. and you're fucking cutting his <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe, and they, then you shoot him in the chest and the head. And then you throw him in a septic tank. Well, I don't think a message. I don't think that's the thing. I think it was literally just a, a hatred. It's yeah, got to be a hatred. Be. Because you know what? I didn't think about it beforehand when I spat that message thing out. Right. Because they went on to uh, add quicklime after they threw his body in. So they're trying to hide it. They're trying yeah, to hide it. Right. 
But the thing about the quick lime and the water is that it actually dries out the remains. Oh, so and basically you have a mummy. It. Yeah, like a mummy. Right. Yeah, some beef jerky <laughs> down in there. They were never, never able to solve it. No. Seeing that's, that's so up, right? crazy. I mean, these just keep getting uh, better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not maybe the word I would use, but maybe you should go check out the toilet paper and see if there's a better synonym. <laughs> <laughs> And fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got one. This one's not nearly as heavy. On June 26, 1995, a 21-year-old guy named Michael Hager, he was driving home. It was really early in one morning, late one night, kind of depending on the angle, you know. Right. Uh, he fell asleep behind the wheel of his car. He was pronounced dead at the scene from massive injuries. It was a pretty fucking nasty crash. You know what I'm saying? Now comes the odd part. Okay. Also pronounced dead at the scene was another young man. Police have kind of assumed that he was probably a hitchhiker or something like that. Maybe male prostitute. Really? Wow. Uh, the man was roughly you know, around 25 years old with dyed red hair, and he was wearing a Grateful Dead t-shirt. His only possessions were two tickets to a Grateful Dead concert, four quarters, a Bic lighter, and a note that read, Jason, sorry we had to go. See you around. Call me. Carolyn T. and Caroline O. Now, there was also a phone number on the note, but the police only released the area code. With this little bit to go on, they never figured out who either of the Carolines were, nor did anyone ever come forward to identify the youngster, even with the name Jason. So to this day, he's just known as the Grateful Doe. Grateful Doe. Yeah. You know, that, how creative, right? Yeah. Well, that yeah. to me sounds like a deer out in the woods going, thank you, Hunter. Thank you. <laughs> I don't fucking get any other image. I don't, Dude, Grateful you're, you're thinking Doe. of Bondage Bambi. Stop <laughs> bondage it. Bondage Bambi. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. I got another one here, man. All right. I got one what do you got? It. What do you got? Give a heads up on this one before I even start. You okay. mentioned it on my last story. This one gets fucking rough. This happened on December 20th, 1976, under an overpass on Interstate 80 in Carbon County, Pennsylvania. Three suitcases were found. Inside was the dismembered corpse of a woman believed oh. to be uh, between 16 and 22 years old. A 14-year-old boy was playing along the bank of the Lehigh River when he saw the luggage. Out of curiosity, he decided to check them out. Well, yeah. I mean, what 14? I mean, right, fucking exactly. right. Dude, you're like, what the fuck is this? Could yeah. be anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure in a 14-year-old boy mind, you know, it's like it's gold, treasure, or something, you know. Weed. <laughs> wow. Uh, we had different 14-year-old uh, experiences, didn't we? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he checked out the luggage. Inside of them was a woman's torso. Her torso was in one. Oh. The other two had her head, arms, and legs. Oh. So the one with the head and arms also had the woman's almost fully formed fetus. Oh, God damn, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So she Ugh, she had fuck. been strangled and shot. She was buried under the name Beth Doe. Okay. So if there's any kind of good Jesus. news about this story, okay. it's that earlier this year, earlier this fucking year, 2021, Lewis Colin Jr. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> this guy uploaded his DNA, which okay. led to the identification of Beth Doe. Oh, okay. She was 15-year-old Evelyn Colin. 15 fucking years yeah. old, dude, and this happened to her. Oh, my God, dude. So once the police knew who she was, they were able to build a case against her then-boyfriend, now 63-year-old. Holy shit. Louis Sierra. Oh. And in April of this year, they locked this sick bastard up. Fuck yeah. Science, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I'm glad they caught him, though. Yeah. Holy At least that's, shit. You know, that's one of these stories put to rest, and the family has some closure. Oh, my God, dude. That's fucking horrific. So uh, hopefully your next one is... Uh, well, I mean, uh, I guarantee you it's a lot lighter than that. <laughs> Jesus. July 9th, 1991, inside of one of the rooms at the Whitehall Motel in El Dorado, Arkansas, the body of a woman was found shot to death. Now, it did turn out that the woman's a pseudonym. What the hell is that? You don't know what a pseudonym is? No, I never got to the S's oh. in the Wow, thesaurus. dude. Uh, <laughs> somebody needs to read a dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. I, I had no fucking clue. I had to look it up. Uh, when you Google it, it says, quote, noun, a pimp. <laughs> just, just that. <laughs> well, then it's followed by synonyms. 
procurer, procuress, go-between, brothel keeper, madam, ponce, hoon, pander, pandress, mac, bod, or fancy man. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, I love all these words. Like, so, everyone, I'm going to start using these in my everyday dialect. Like, it's going to be <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> Although, if you use Mac, it's clear you were 90s kid. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to Mac up on this, honey, right? <laughs> the Mac Dad <laughs> It gives a whole new meaning to wear your pants backwards. You can't get butt raped if you wear your pants backwards. Can't you, though? Uh, not if they're backwards. <laughs> well, they they open gonna, in the back if they're backwards. They're going to unzip and get your wiener? <laughs> I think you're doing the raping at that point. <laughs> okay, I think we've gone way too All right. far. I got such a fucking kick out of those synonyms, and then you took it to a whole different level. So, sorry about that. Anyway, this Sudanair uh, was James Ice McAlphin, and he was quickly charged with her death and sentenced to 15 years in prison. That's not enigmatic <laughs> enough for you, buddy? No, they found the person. Oh, uh, well, okay, fine. When police were searching the motel room, they found an ID that said that her name was Cheryl Ann Wick. As they started digging into her past, they discovered that... Uh, uh, apparently, the uh, real Cheryl Ann Wick was alive and well and lived in Minneapolis. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, she was probably fishing on Moose Knuckle Lake. <laughs> <laughs> they also found a diary and a Bible that had other names in them. Apparently, this woman was known as uh, either Kelly Lee Carr, Cheryl Ann Wick, Shannon Wiley, or Mercedes. She'd been living dozens of fucking different lives. These were spread out all over the place from Dallas, Little Rock, Houston, Shreveport, and several, several different cities in Florida. Like, even her fucking pimp didn't know what her real name was. Now, Damn. recently, DNA did lead investigators to the woman's family, but to this day, like, not a single person that has matching DNA, none of them had the foggiest idea who in the hell she really okay, was. Okay, so they matched her DNA, and they go right. look for these motherfuckers, and, and, they, and they're they, like, they, they interviewed dozens and dozens of members of the, her family, or at least members that had that matching DNA, and nobody has the fucking foggiest idea who in the hell she was. Damn. Nobody. God damn! They're pretty like sure a, they found your family. You're a ghost. And then they yeah. go talk. To oh those no, they people. know for a fact you are blood directly fucking right, related, related to related to these people. Yes. That's fucking shady. Nobody though. has a clue, man. It's so hard to get your head around. You yeah. know. That's crazy. All right, what you got for me? All right, so this one happened in 1985. Okay. So in the wilderness of New Hampshire. A hunter was out and about just minding his business. Just you know, trying to, you know. Just yeah. trapping, torturing, killing innocent animals. <laughs> Doing what they kidding. do. You're kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> We're just going to gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, we'll just move on. Oh, and welcome to Weird Camp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so while he was out in the woods, he stumbled upon a metal drum okay uh, not like the kind that metal bands play <laughs> i don't know man. i was thinking slipknot instantly <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yep yep so uh once they open this fucking metal drum they open it it contained the remains of a woman that appeared to be in her mid-20s <sighs> to her early 30s Dude, why do you have nothing but the fucking most gruesome horrible fucking stories that's the way this fucking thing is man you know i thought we were talking about deaths and uh, i mean mysteries uh, fair and- enough bud fair enough all right continue i'm sorry so uh they also found the remains of a young girl that looked to be around seven to ten years oh my old. God, dude, not the kids. Come yeah. on. This one goes pretty far. Uh, yeah, so. Okay, so again, warning. This is vicious. Thanks for the heads up, Chuck. <laughs> this one involves multiple people. So this woman in her early 20s to her 30s, a uh, seven to ten year old kid, both victims had been wrapped in plastic before they were stuffed inside of the drum. Okay, so it was like a Marilyn Manson song. <laughs> yeah, I know the steak is cold, uh, but it's uh, okay. We're not gonna go there. That's oh my god, dude! If it wasn't kids, like we would make yeah, the joke. Yeah. So yeah, they were wrapped in plastic before they were stuffed inside the drum. So <sighs> fast forward to May of two thousand, a detective reopened the case, and to the horror of all involved, they found another metal drum. That contained two more bodies. Oh, don't tell me it was kids. Don't fucking say it was kids. Don't you fucking Just, say it was kids, dude. I swear to God, I'll do this podcast by myself. 
<laughs> don't fire me over it. This is fucking. <laughs> I just read. I just read the news. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so these were the remains of two children, oh. younger than the first. Oh God! Did the first one was like seven years old, dude? Yeah. Since the second barrel was found, police have managed to identify the woman and the two kids. Yeah, well, two of them. There was three kids, wasn't there? Right. Yeah. The woman was Marilise Elizabeth Honeychurch. And the two kids were uh, Marie Elizabeth Vaughn and Sarah Lynn McWaters. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, it just hurts my fucking heart so bad, dude. Unfortunately, the third baby remains unknown. Oh, my God. To this day. Now, one of the toddler's remains was connected to a convicted felon, Terry Petter Rasmussen. Yeah, pedophile fucking murderer. <laughs> Rasmussen. Yeah. I, I know it's not fair. If he hasn't been convicted, it's not fair to just do assume. But Jesus fucking Christ, dude. So I feel like, you know, we have to mention the fact that Terry Berry. Is... <laughs> Terry Berry. I yeah, love like, it. Like Terry Berry. <laughs> Terry Berry. Oh, Terry Berry. Oh, but, dude, no, that Terry makes him Berry. sound like he's not capable of murdering fucking three kids and a woman. Or but... like he's a little piece of shit. Oh, yo, so... yeah. He's like that little fucking piece of turd that hangs in your <laughs> yep, butt hair. That you, yeah. you can't get rid of them. Yeah. Are you trying? Yeah, Jesus. see, that's what I was thinking when I wrote I like that it. Shit, I yeah. like it. I like it, brother. I like so it. So he also went by other aliases. Uh, Bob Evans was one of his aliases. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I hope this guy fucking choked to death on some biscuits and gravy. I hope some bitch took him down on the farm <laughs> like they did to my turtle back Hell when yeah, I was nine. Dude. Turns out this giant piece of shit died in prison in 2010. So I don't think we'll ever get the answers. So on one hand, it's like, okay, if he was guilty, fuck yeah, bro. Noise. Yeah. But if he's not, then we don't have... Oh, we don't know. Dude, that's rough, man. Thanks for the uh, super fucking not at all depressing, I don't want to kill myself story there, buddy. Sorry, buddy, but, you know, we're doing enigmatic Oh, death, I know. So. I, knew, I knew this one was going to be rough going in, but, okay, I got one for you. This one's a little more in depth, all right? This one's going to take a minute, all right? You ready? All right. In 1984, in Asshausen, Germany, a man... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's like, I feel like anytime you're reading, like, a German city or something, you have to scream. Yeah. <laughs> in 1984, in Asshausen, Germany... <laughs> a man named Gottesdor. He had gone through an extensive time of extreme paranoia. Now, he had told his wife several times that people had been following him and that these fucks wanted him dead. Seeing as before all of this started, he was like a food technician, which basically was somebody who like would go into different plants and stuff, and like right, he, he yeah. was like USDA for the yeah. for the United States. He would yeah. inspect stuff, inspect you know? everything, make sure it's appropriate for consumption. And right now, his wife thought all this shit had to be in his head, and she wanted him to get checked for like some mental illness, like notably like paranoid schizophrenia, something yep. like that. You know, there's no way just out of nowhere, all of a sudden, like I'm investigating food. Aha! You know, whatever, you know. Maybe now, he came into contact with some of that bullshit they think that started the mass hysteria around the witch trials. I think it's a uh, Teletubby slime. <laughs> Teletubby slime? <laughs> I bet you that's never been investigated. I'm just saying. Now, on October 25th of that same year, he and his wife were sitting in the living room when out of nowhere he leapt to his feet and yelled, Yes, yes, matter. I like to. Oh, I swear. <laughs> You guys want to bitch about my German? Go right ahead, because I know that has to be horrible. You anyway, just yell it a little louder. It'll be right. Just get me an Einlach half. Sounds right. You just wrote a new Rammstein song. Oh, my God, dude. And my balls are tingling. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that roughly, trans <laughs> that roughly translates to uh, either now I get it or now I understand. That's basically the idea of what it translates to. He grabbed a piece of paper and he wrote the letters Y-O-G-T-Z-E. These letters, they seem to be fucking absolutely meaningless in Yachty. both English and, yeah, Yahtzee. <laughs> uh, I don't just, think he got Yahtzee. He just won a game of Yahtzee against <laughs> himself in his brain. <laughs> but it does seem to be absolutely meaningless in both English and German. Now, shortly after the so-called, you know, revelation that he had, Gunther left his house and headed down to his favorite pub in Wilsdorf. Oh, my God. Why? 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 Wilsdorf! Does that sound better? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Now, he arrived here at the pub around 11 p.m. 
He ordered a beer, but before he could even finish his very first beer, he collapsed to the floor, bashing his face and knocking himself unconscious in the process. After he woke up, he told the barkeeper and the other patrons that he had, quote, suddenly gone. And then he ran out of the bar without further explanation. No Damn. one is sure like what happened immediately after he left. But the next known person that he had contact with was in the town of oh, Hagar Seelbach. I'm trying that screaming method, but I don't think it's helping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like forget the screaming thing. Try to say it. Heiger Sinderbach. That's the town that he had grown up in. Where around 1 a.m. he visited an old woman that was a childhood friend. He told her that quote something's going to happen tonight. Something terrible. The woman told him that he should go and talk to his parents who lived in the same town, but he refused, saying that he was going to go ahead and just go on home and talk to his wife about everything and just lay it all out on the line. Right. Around 3 a.m., two truck drivers noticed a light blue Volkswagen Golf 1 crashed into a trench near the A45, which is otherwise known as the Autobahn. It turns out that was Gunther Stoll's car. One of the drivers went to call for help while the other went to see if anyone inside of the vehicle needed help. As he approached the vehicle, he saw a man in a white jacket leaving the area of the crash, which was collaborated by the other driver who also saw the man in the white jacket. When he looked inside, he found Gunther in the passenger seat of his own car, completely fucking naked. And he heard him say that there were four men in the car and that they had beaten him. Damn, man. This is right. Yeah, I, Dude, I didn't I didn't look as in-depth into this one because I knew you were covering it. But this is one of the ones that really kind of inspired the uh, thought of this episode. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. This is fucking crazy, man. Now, unfortunately, Gunther died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Now, as the coroner did the examination... They discovered that his injuries, they absolutely were not caused by the crash of his car. Uh, another thing that they found was that he was not beaten by anybody at no. all. Uh, and it turns out that the injuries that resulted in his death came from him being run over by another vehicle somewhere else. Yeah, that's fucked up. Fucking run over. They stripped his clothes off, threw him inside the passenger seat of his car, crashed his car into a tree, and then split. And then whoever that was running from his car right. in that white tracksuit or whatever it was. Right. The man in the jacket or the other man or nothing has ever been located. Nothing. Some people have theorized that instead of him writing Y-O-G-T-Z-E, that maybe it was supposed to be Y-O-6-T-Z-E, which yeah. just so happens to be a call sign for a radio station in Romania, but a link has never been made between his death and the radio station. Yeah, and then I think I heard something about uh, a fucking possible license plate number, and I'm like, what, he knew this before right. he was right. run over? Before, right, right. Well, they've run it through, like, multiple databases, and it's never popped up yeah, and, as a license plate. And then plate. I think there was something because of the way it was written. It was like the, it could have been well, upside see, down. Well, but here's I'm like, the thing, too, though, is uh, he wrote it down. And then he left the house yep, or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, his wife, she's pissed off. He's like, how the fuck are you just going to act like you're acting? You're going to jump <laughs> up, say this shit, write this shit down, leave out of the house. And then I find out that you're down at the pub. So she wadded the shit up and threw it in the trash. Now, once he was found dead, she rewrote what she threw in the trash. Okay. Maybe did she get something wrong? Right. I mean, it's possible. I mean, to this day, like nothing's ever been found and it's just a fucking mystery that's fucked up man but naked in the passenger seat of your, <laughs> own, your car, own car and you've been run over by another fucking car but in your mind you're like you've oh i was beaten. beaten by four guys like the whole fucking thing is just insanity it, it is, makes man. no sense whatsoever bro all right, what do you got? This is another one of the bigger ones that kind of influenced us to write this episode. Right, so, gotcha. Oh, I yeah. know exactly where you're going. Right, so this one happened in November of 1970. Okay. A professor and his two daughters were hiking in Isdalen Valley in Bergen, Norway, when they found a badly burnt corpse of a woman. Oh, buddy, I'm yeah. sure that was pleasant. So in the area around the body, they found an empty bottle of sleeping pills. Nice. Two bottles that had previously contained gasoline. I hope she didn't wash them down with gasoline. Right. <laughs> they found a packed lunch. and oh, wait, wait, So the lunch was still packed. Yep. Nobody had eaten it. And an empty liquor bottle. So, so she didn't eat lunch, but yeah, drank her liquor. I mean, well, I mean who am you? I to judge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As police investigated, they found that the woman's fingerprints had been sanded off. What? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sanded. Sanded off. Like with sandpaper. Right, yeah. Get the 
fuck out yep. of here, dude. And she had around 50 sleeping pills in her stomach that were undigested. Let yeah. me guess, suicide? <laughs> suicide. I mean, who knows what the fuck this shit is. I can't believe that they were 50 undigested. 50. So, so she, they were died, she died before, they, before yeah. they could digest. So she packed a lunch. She and packed some a bunch of sleeping pills. Packed some alcohol and gasoline. Took yeah. the sleeping pills. Didn't eat her lunch. Yeah. Sanded her fingerprints off. Right. You'd think that would be something somebody does to keep you from being identified. Duh, right, dude. So uh, this sounds like maybe a hit. Right, yeah. The pills were undigested. Right. There were signs of blunt force trauma to her neck. Oh. And the obvious thing, she'd been burned alive. Oh. <laughs> so the- hold on. Okay, so all right, I'm gonna kill myself. All right. Fifty fuck sleeping pills. All right, that's not quite enough. Uh, <laughs> let me trauma my neck. Oh, that's not working. Ah, the gasoline. Here we go. Burn. Right? The conclusion was that she had died of a combination of the burns and carbon monoxide poisoning. They dug further, and they found that she had been traveling around Europe for a while. And okay. She so, had, so they know who she is. She had reservations at several different hotels in the city of Bergen. Okay. So, again, they know who she is, right? Well, let's. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just curious. I'm curious. (laughs) This is fucking crazy. Yeah. The only way they found all of this shit was by distributing composite sketches that were done by a forensic scientist. Yeah, she's burnt. So, like, the scientists, they basically use bone structure and all that. Right. They kind of, like, reconstruct, and they're like, hey, this is what we think she looked like. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, they distributed these pictures. Right. And it came to light that she had been using at least nine different pseudonyms. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. And every Uh, time she checked into a different hotel, she would wear a different wig. Oh, my fucking god dude are you serious yeah so in my mind she's running she's hiding from something she's running or hiding yeah yeah okay oh apparently whatever it is she caught could, up could, to her but she could be a criminal you know who knows anyway continue Maybe i'm somebody sorry buddy running from the mob or something who knows right the whole reason we're talking about these is we don't, we don't know, know right yeah right so apparently she spoke english french german and dutch with a nondescript accent. Oh, so Each basically one. it's like everyone was like on spot where it's yeah. like you couldn't be like, oh, well, her Dutch was from like Austria or right. Know, right. Or, her English was from Texas. Or she spoke know. Dutch, but you could tell it wasn't her native tongue. Or, right. You know, it was Dude. eventually the police were able to connect the woman to two suitcases that were discovered in the train station in Bergen. And let me guess, they found her ID and they knew exactly who she was and they connected her to the criminal and they solved the case. Don't you know why we're talking about this? Uh, Oh, yeah, so I forgot. I forgot. They, my bad. <laughs> they, they found clothing with all the labels cut out. Oh, fucking course they did. <laughs> they found a cryptic diary entries and um, a prescription with the doctor's name and the date removed. What was the prescription? I don't have that. It was Klonopin, wasn't it? it? Maybe it was the sleeping pills. Volume. Ah, <laughs> oh, love me some volume. Oh. <laughs> anyway, moving on. All right. This so, is not about my love for fucking uh, antidepressants and muscle relaxers. All right. <laughs> over time, they circulated the sketch over and over and over, but nobody ever came forward to make an ID of this So woman. just in the wind. Yeah. Just done. God, that's so fucking crazy. Hey, I tell you what, though. This one I got, it's really, really similar. So on December 1st, 1948, the body of a man was found on the Somerton Park Beach, just south of Adelaide, South Australia. This would become known as the Tamam Shud case or the case of the Somerton Man. Now, as the investigation went on, authorities found a suitcase at the Adelaide Railway Station that they determined had belonged to the man. When they looked inside, they found that all the clothes had had what, what, what? Tags removed. Oh, (laughs) man, you're smart. Yeah. Uh, And they also found a screwdriver and a table knife that had been filed down to a short, extremely sharp weapon. That's a quote. Yeah. So I'm guessing basically he took like a butter knife or something and made a shiv out of it. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) It's already a knife. Right, right. It's like already a knife, but he's like, I want a shorter, meaner knife. (laughs) 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 To me, this is weird, but there was no obvious cause of death and it was impossible to tell what nationality was they had no clue where he come from they knew he was paler skinned but not necessarily a caucasian right they had no idea why he died or how he died or anything it was all just a question also his dental impressions they didn't match any records for any missing person in the entire world dude inside of his pants well his well, as they call it inside of his trousers <laughs> hey man, i think you got, I got your it right. right oh my god dude i'm so fucking excited right now you guys should celebrate with me oh, let's all do a shot Woo! uh anyway uh <laughs> they found a scrap of paper with the words tamam chud which kind of gave him the name the name yeah yeah obviously 
Later on, there was a man that came forward and uh, he claimed that he found a book of poems in the backseat of his car. And it turns out that the scrap that said to man should that was torn from, from this that book. particular yeah. book. They now found he swears car. up and down. He, oh, he has he no idea where the book. book comes from. He's never seen this guy. He has no clue who the fuck he is or anything like that. Right. Yeah. The book was called uh, oh, The Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam. I know that double Y has got to be a. It's got to be yeah. or something like yeah. that. You know, I did manage to find an English translation of this poem. And the last line in English anyways, uh, it says, and when like her, Osaki, you shall pass among the guests star scattered on the grass. And in you joyous errand reached the spot where I made one turn down an empty glass. Okay, buddy. Well, okay, then. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I mean, I'm fucking rock hard right now, dude. I mean, <laughs> rock hard. <laughs> now, the book that the guy brought forward, it also had, like, several lines of, like, this code, you know, as well as a phone number. Now, the code right. to this day, the code has been unsolved. Now, this, I think the code, am I wrong to say this, that it was, like, imprinted as if it had been written on a different he, piece of he, paper above right, exactly, it? Right, exactly. And they exactly. had to do, like, the rubbings the or whatever yeah, yeah, to get yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly, you know, but uh, just a little bit of it, it's like M-R-G-O-A-B-A-B-D-M-L-I-A-O-I, which now that M-L-I-A-O-I, there was a line drawn through it, like almost right. like, oh, no, fuck that. And then N-T-B-I-M-P-A-N-E-T-P-M-L-I-A-B-O-A-I. QC dash ITT MTS AMSTGAB. And you guys can look this up, you know, but uh, yeah. Sure. So maybe we should call some of those people that had cracked the Cicada 3301 <laughs> right. and see if they could fucking solve this shit. <laughs> right. And, uh, the police did end up finding that the number belonged to a woman. Turns out like she was a nurse during World War II. And then remember, this was 1948. So shortly after the war ended, they ended up tracking her down and they interviewed her and they talked with her. But she swore up and down. She had absolutely no fucking idea who, who in the fuck this guy was. And to this day, it's just an unsolved mystery yeah that's fucked up these last two stories really got me feeling like maybe these people were time travelers and they died because <laughs> they didn't use enough time grease you know what i'll bet they use generic time generic grease time grease yep. time grease yeah that's coming to market soon so if oh, you're yeah. a future time traveler it'll be on the market just, just hang, in time hang in for there. you hang in there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, I know that a lot of us have different ideas of what will happen when we die, whether it's golden gates with angels playing harps or it's the fiery pits with demons giving you golden showers. The fact of the matter is, I don't think that any of us actually think we'd ever end up in a situation that leaves us in an unmarked grave without a single person in the world to mourn the loss. I honestly believe that we all feel like, well, I may not make the biggest mark on the world, but I'm going to make a little bit of a mark enough to where like, you know, people are going to be like, Oh man, I'm sorry to yeah. hear that. That sucks. Unless you know? that chick I dated when I was a teenager actually was a vampire and I outlive all you motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, I think she just gave you herpes. <laughs> Plain and simple. Like how's that cream working? Uh, well, the cream's good. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> it worked just fine. And I'm saving a little bit, you know, for the next time I I see Railroad Joe. You do realize that even though she told you that you shouldn't use lemons, that has nothing to do with vampires, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't realize that. No. <laughs> it's sunshine and garlic, ah. not lemons and patchouli. <laughs> 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 now, maybe I'm off on this one, but I feel like it's human nature to want to be wanted. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I remember this one time when I was a kid and my mom, she wanted to teach me a lesson. You know, we had been in the store. I don't remember what store, Kmart, Walmart, Target, something. But I, I was throwing this huge fit. I really, really, really fucking wanted this toy. And I threw a huge fit. And she busted my ass in the store and drug me out. We left. We get outside to the fucking uh, parking lot. She made me stand outside of the car while her and my brother got in and they drove the fuck off. That's fucked up, man. Dude, I was five or six and I was yeah. fucking devastated, dude. I was 
devastated. Like my world ended. I just fell right there in the parking lot and I just sat there crying, yeah. you know? And then of course she came back in about 60, 90 seconds. She thought it was a good way to teach you a lesson yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. But- you know, my mom wasn't the uh, most subtle person, you know what I'm saying? But you know, she picked me up and we all went home, but I'll never ever in my entire fucking life forget that feeling just like oh i'm discardable i don't matter to anyone i know that some of these deaths almost certainly have that air of the victims having been maybe you know not so good a people and they ended up on the receiving end of some even worse people right well i'm telling you maybe they don't have an identification because they haven't been born yet Ah, uh, <laughs> you're in your fucking time, Grace, buddy. I'm telling you. But I do feel like that all of this just might be my way of trying to make some kind of sense of this whole situation that's absolutely nonsensical. Yes, of course. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, as for me, listen, I just want to say that um, I'm really, really sorry for every single thing that I've, I've ever done to anyone. There, there's no reason to make me disappear now. See? Uh, problem solved. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Woo! Do a quick apology. <laughs> and done. Ding! Ring the bell. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody, I guess that's about it, huh? No reason to kill Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. All of you weirdos, you guys are fucking beautiful purveyors of the strange. Yeah, we fucking love you. And love things you are growing. Things are expanding. We're getting a lot of the yes. fucking interest out there. Hey, hit the fucking socials up we're candy podcast facebook we're candy podcast instagram uh, i believe we're candy podcast is still functioning on tiktok check yeah. it out we're candy podcast at gmail.com if you have any ideas just hit us up man let us know we're open to anything and chuck really likes butthole pictures just saying yeah i'm telling you chris is um i think he's over his granny phase but he's kind of in uh, the- hey yeah. whoa don't jump the gun there buddy <laughs> oh still arousing <laughs> you a little bit there well you know hey uh, okay you know. The more wrinkles get my crinkle. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) remember, guys, an open mind leads to endless possibilities. Join us next time for another piece of weird candy. 